Productions presents Laugh, Literature and Film. Broadcasting live from Flying Bull Production Studios, it's Laugh, episode 75, a wee laugh for the September 4th weekend. I am your host, Mr. Two Frames. Joining me in studios, as always, is the L Train. How are you, sir? I'm pretty good. Are you ready for the fall? I'm ready for the fall. Yeah, this is the big Labor Day weekend. This marks the end of summer and is generally one of the slower weekends at the box office. And this this trend will continue. Uh, generally, yes. September is a bit of a slow month. October, you get a couple things, generally some horror movies, and then we get into awards season in November and December. This is the uh, studio dump-off. Oftentimes, yes. And there are two films this weekend that feel like a little bit of a dump. It'd be interesting to see if any one of the if either of these win the wins the box office because Ooh. the box office is going to be really strange this week because Straight Outta Compton won last week and that's a three week old movie. Yeah, it's won three weekends in a row, which I can't remember the last time a movie won three straight weekends in a row. It could potentially win this weekend. Yeah, I think whatever wins this weekend, you're looking mid teen numbers. Like if you can do fifteen to sixteen million, you could conceivably win the box office this weekend. The big opener last week only got eight million dollars. That uh, what is it? That's a generous use of the word big. No, I mean the one that was in the most amount of screens. What was the one? Uh, zombie apocalypse or no escape? No escape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Zombie apocalypse. Yeah, World War Z. It reminds me of World War Z. It's World War Z, minus the zombies. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Well, um, this weekend, the big release opening up on Friday is The Transporter Refueled. This is the fourth film in the series. Um, in the south of France, former special ops mercenary Frank Martin enters into a game of chess with a femme fatale and her three sidekicks who are looking for revenge against a sinister Russian kingpin. And this does not star... Um, can't think of his name right Jason now. Statham. Jason Statham. Thank you. Why, just, why not? What's He's too big now. Really? Yeah. Instead, this stars Ed Serkrin. Screen. S- screen? I don't know. Screen. Yeah. Screen. Um, he was on it's Game of Thrones. still the same character, though. Frank Martin. As far as I know, yeah. Yeah, I, I looked it up. It... Refueled. <laughs> All right. The first Transporter came out in 2002. Mm-hmm. When was the last? There's been three, so... Transport 3 was probably about four years ago. If I had to take so what are we doing here? <laughs> Why are we rebooting and refueling this? I don't know. I don't know. This is a French action film. This is from director Camille Delmarais, <laughs> um, who's famous for directing Brick Mansions, which was the last Paul Walker film before his death. And Brick Mansions itself is a remake of the French action film District B-13, <sighs> which Dude, I have a lot of love for. There's no... Wait, this. Who's gonna go watch this? Who, who fans this? of French action films? <laughs> I don't know. I don't even think that they'll go see it. But a French know. action films not directed by Jean Reno. This is not very entertaining. Or starring Jean Reno. This is a very weak, entertaining uh, weekend for the wee laugh. This is a movie where you may not stop if you're flipping through HBO or Cinemax on a free weekend to watch it. You wouldn't even stop. No, you wouldn't even slow down. This is one of those movies that I record on the free weekend, and it sits on my DVR for like five months. <laughs> okay. Really? I mean, I, uh, I have nothing more to add to that. I, I, didn't the writer for this to, is uh, he wrote Exodus Gods and Kings, which is another big flop, right? Yeah, but he's one of like seven people Adam, listed for that movie too. 
Adam Cooper. It doesn't seem like anyone from the original Transporter films is associated with this, which is a shame because I have a lot of love for the original Transporter movie. Well, Camille Delamar did the Transporter 3. He directed Transporter 3. Yeah, I don't enjoy that one as okay. much. But, I mean, the first Transporter movie is really good for an action film. Lots of inventive action sequences. All right. Uh, so. You're into mi mixed martial arts, right? Yeah. So you know that the different acting, or the different fighting styles and whether or not they're good. Yeah, yeah. They say this is a mixture of Krav Maga okay. and Jiu-Jitsu. Krav Maga is the Israeli yeah. attack force martial arts. Is that any good? Yeah. All yeah. Right. Yeah. Because it just sounds good. And it looks good, like written down. The, the... As far as I know, it's a very practical martial art, but it's also a martial art that uses a lot of weapons. Like, you don't see people in Throwing MMA <laughs> yeah, who are masters of Krav Maga, but if you want to know how to fight with a knife or how to disarm a guy with a gun, okay. it would be pretty good. All right. So... I don't know. The, so I don't think I'm seeing that. I'm. I might be interested in the second film. A Walk in the Woods. Really, this is starring Robert Redford as writer Bill Bryson, and this guy was a an American writer, but he spent some time in England, and he decides to come home to the U.S. and figures out the way to reconnect with his homeland is to walk the Appalachian Trail. According to the trailer, which I've seen, he tries to get some friends to go with him. Most of them are reluctant, as most friends would be at that age. And he gets one dude, Stephen Katz, played by Nick Nolte, to come along with him. A somewhat overweight and old Nick Nolte. Yeah. And that's supposed to be like the uh, the comic uh, riff of this person traveling the Appalachian Trail, right? Um, Emma Thompson also stars as Catherine Bryson. This is directed by Ken Quapis, yeah. who did the uh, television show Big... Er, not a television show. He, he's Miracle. done a bunch of what? TV shows. Big Miracle's the one with the whale, right? Yeah, that was his last feature film. And Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, which is the second or third time I've mentioned this movie on the show, and I have no idea what that's all about. You, you haven't mentioned his biggest film. No. Dunstan Chet's End, starring Jason Alexander, in a <laughs> chimp in a hotel. Right. I thought I did mention uh, Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. <laughs> so you think you're going to go see this. Why? I... If I had to go see a movie this weekend, I like Robert Redford. I like Nick Nolte. To me, Nick Nolte, I feel like he's channeling Fat Elvis. Okay. Like, this makes me sad that Elvis didn't live to be older and fatter and could just star in movies as some, like, crazy sidekick. I think he could have nailed it. How old do you think Nick Nolte is? He's got to be 65, 70. But he, he could be 52 and just be really and out of overweight. And Redford's early Redford's 70s? Redford's getting up there. Yeah, Mid Redford's, 70s? Yeah. But he looks good he in this. Be, he looks spry. He could be late 70s. Really? Because they were talking about that with uh, that, that Lost at Sea uh, movie. How mm -hmm. I mean, he might be close to 80. He's up there, dude. He's right. an old man. I mean, he looks good in this. Yeah, sure. And he's got a lot of stuff coming up. I mean, he's going to be in the uh, Civil America Captain War. <laughs> Captain War, Civil War. Captain America, Civil War. <laughs> yeah, that, that thing. <laughs> and then I guess any of the offshoots that result from it. So. All right. Uh, yeah. No, you have no interest in this? Nah, man. Did you go to the movies last week? You said you were feeling... I haven't seen anything in theaters. Mm. No, I was doing a bunch of work preparing for uh, this week's uh, Laugh episode number 76. Oh, yeah. Where we're doing modern westerns. And the review of Salvation. Yeah. Salvation, so... Yeah, looking forward to that. So Not looking forward to these, and that makes 
I don't know. It's going to be interesting. What what will we do? If, I mean, I don't think I'm going to go see Walk in the Woods. I know I'm not going to see Transporter Refueled. What will we talk about next week? Well, what you could do is you could head down to your local Redbox and you could rent Teacher of the Year. Uh, this is uh, starring uh, the guy from Key and Peele. Key or Peele? No, starring Key, right? I don't know. Michael Key Does and Peele. I I'm I'm destroying this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is a mockumentary about a fictional high school where the English teacher is one teacher of the year and they interview the principal, the jealous math teacher. It looks hilarious because so many of these scenes ring true for me. Okay. Um there's a scene in the trailer where the English teacher is grading paper and the line is something like Mike was hungry hungry hungry. So I can assume he was hungry. <laughs> And the wife looks at him and goes, hmm, teacher of the year. Right. Uh, Yeah, you've seen essays like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I've had my wife go, huh, high school. (laughs) So uh, that would be my Redbox pick. And we're going to review the movie next week on the show. So people can head down, watch the film. I think it's also available on iTunes. I'm going to reserve my copy right now at the Redbox. Go flying out there. I like it. Can't wait. Uh, what if you just want to stream something? What you got? All right. This is interesting because uh, movie came out 2014 to in the festival circuit. It's written by Patrick Bryce and Mark Duplass. <laughs> and uh, you guys, you know who Mark Duplass is. He was in. The He's movie. the guy that invented the two homes next to each other, the duplex. No, <laughs> that's such a horrible joke. <laughs> It's going to be hard not to take that out. <laughs> uh, no, you recently liked him in uh, The One I Love, I think was the movie he was okay, in. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, he plays the creep of the movie titled Creep. And uh, the reason it's interesting is because it's being released in theaters, but it's also on Netflix, or it was last night. I checked again uh, because I saw it. Mm-hmm. I, I saw it. It was for rent on Amazon Prime. For 99 cents, I'm like, oh, let me see if it's on Netflix. Sure enough, there it is, Netflix. Yet, it's getting a theatrical release tomorrow, or Friday, and uh, it might make some money. It might win the box office. Ooh. I, I don't know, it's a strange prediction, because it's probably the best movie that's out there. It's kind of like a 96% rating on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. It's, it's a brisk 77 minutes long. It's a found footage movie. I don't really like found footage movies. I don't really like horror movies. Not really big on Mark Duplass. <laughs> but for some reason, I decided to watch this creep thing and ooh. It worked did, for you. Eh, all I can say is I don't want to spoil anything. Mr. Peach Fuzz. Mr. Peace Fuzz. <laughs> all right. Uh, Mr. Two Frames. Right. So I, I like it. It's not often you come in with the horror recommendation. Well, I don't think, I, I don't really know how it stands as a, a, an example of that genre. Uh-huh. All I know is that the setup was a videographer answers a uh, Craigslist ad for a one-day job in a remote mountain town, and he finds his client is not at all what he initially seems. And then it's found footage. I think they do some interesting things with the found footage aspect in order to tell the story because there's film of film, which happens. Mm -hmm. Uh, But Mark Duplass talking about the film said, uh, for me, there's something wrong with both of these guys deeply this concept of who the creep is in this scenario so i I don't know it's just kind of interesting it's only 77 minutes long and it was free and mr peach fuzz (laughs) 
All right, I like that. So that's the yeah. Netflix pick. What you got for Amazon? Well, that made me think about how much I hate cry, uh, found footage movies and why. <laughs> so I'm recommending Blair Witch Project oh, for my yeah. Amazon Prime. You're Pick doubling down, not only on horror, but also on found footage. Yeah, and for no other reason than I really hated this movie. And I think other people should experience the hatred that I have for it as well. It was among the worst <laughs> movie-going experiences of my life. And it convinced me never to see a movie in a crowd ever again. I was I traveled for 45 minutes. And the man and woman sitting next to me wouldn't stop talking the whole time. But there was no escape for me. There's no place for me to go because the movie theater was packed. It was the last packed movie theater I'd been in. This movie was made for between thirty-eight thousand and sixty-five thousand. It made two hundred and fifty million. Yeah, and this plus. kicked out, kicked off the whole found footage uh, genre of horror films. There were some sub-genre. before that, but this was the most successful. There was some like there was one back in the eighties and. This actually came out in, I think, 1997? Sounds about right. Um, The one thing I did like about it is that there is a real-life explanation for the things that are some people ascribe to supernatural uh, forces. And the fact that there's the ambiguity there in terms of maybe this could be a real person that's doing these things is infinitely more horrifying than the idea there might be ghosts or witches or things floating around, supernatural things, so... And that's sort of an argument that I had with a person at the time who, th- who thought it was real, <laughs> who thought mm-hmm. that it was a sexual movie. <laughs> well, so, that was all part, part of the marketing campaign. Yeah, it was pretty effective marketing yeah. and uh, made for some interesting philosophical discussions. I like it. So if you haven't seen The Blair Witch Project, go ahead and check it out. It's on Amazon Prime, and uh, it's starting this month. I think it, it might come out uh, September 4th. Okay. I think is when it starts up. I like it. Amazon Prime, pick of the week. And as we're talking about uh, horror movies, we would be remiss to not uh, talk about the passing of Wes Craven earlier this week. Um, he is the famous horror director um, from the 80s and 90s, probably most famous for Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, he also did Scream. Scream is probably his like, breakout um, movie in terms of like making a legitimate force in the, in the yeah i mean scream reinvented horror movies and really kicked off a whole resurgence in the horror movie genre but uh nightmare on elm street starring freddy krueger i mean that's one of the most iconic <laughs> starring freddy krueger yeah. i mean that's by far one of the most iconic horror movie characters yeah. right yeah and johnny depp was in that yep johnny depp was in there um he's also he also did a bunch of other famous films uh the hills have eyes a classic mm. horror film, uh, Last House on the Left. He also did Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing. Yeah. Uh, young uh, Mr. Uh, L Train enjoyed that movie more than uh, a lot of other movies. 1982, I think. Yeah. Adrian Barbo. Yeah. Very lovely uh, lady. Uh, he also did Red Eye, which I think we talked about in our mm. pre iTunes days as one of the great trailers. Go watch the trailer for Red Eye. Cillian Murphy and Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams, yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, we are greatly saddened by the passing of Wes Craven. Was, was he making a movie at the time, or was he in anything? I think he was helping to produce the Scream TV show, which uh, comes to a close this week. Oh, so he was doing... Season one, at least. He was doing what he loved. Yep. All right, so he'll be missed. So um, that's the We Laugh for the September 4th weekend. Uh, we're both taking a pass on the transporter refueled. Um, I'm willing to go on a walk in the woods with Robert Redford. You're not. <laughs> Sad. Uh, our Redbots pick is Teacher of the Year, which we will be reviewing on next week's show. Uh, the L Train has two horror picks on Netflix. He's saying go watch Creep. 
uh, streaming instead of going to the theaters to watch it. And if you're if you have Amazon Prime, he says go watch The Blair Witch Project. It's one of the worst movies he's ever seen in theaters. You, if you get a chance to see Creep in theaters, that might be good too. But not if it's a packed theater. But not if it's a packed theater. Though. All right, fair enough. Well, thank you for joining me, L Train. Mm. Uh, our next show, episode seventy six, is on modern westerns. Yep. So post-1995, and we'll be reviewing uh, The Salvation. Yeah. So uh, please join us for that. Uh, Thank you for joining me in studios. Thank you. There be dragons. Pox headphone of everybody. (laughs)